Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick McNabb, here to give you the most recent news from the Nevada Sagebrush website. As always, don't forget to read all of the articles on our website to give the writers the credit that they're due, as well as in case I missed anything. With that being said, I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. Welcome to the Sagebrush Spotlight. Fei Fan, the university mechanical engineering professor who filed a lawsuit against the university as well as a lawsuit against another mechanical engineering professor, Yan Yo Jiang, with claims of sexual slavery, trafficking, and disregarding of Title IX, among other charges, has removed the GoFundMe and is issuing refunds to all who donated. Quote, I appreciate your support, but I've deeply disappointed myself. I am unable to make any better changes. Instead, I'm dragging myself into an abyss deeper and deeper, being severely tormented by reality. I hope that one day, when I'm strong, I can share all my painful struggles with you," Fawn said in a comment in her now-disabled GoFundMe. The page had hoped to raise $100,000 towards Fawn's legal fees. Of that, around $5,000 was raised before the fundraiser was closed. Students had taken over the groundbreaking at the Mathewson University Gateway Project on October 12th, protesting against the poor treatment of Fawn in regards to the sexual abuse she allegedly faced from Jiang, as well as pitfalls with the Title IX system. This is a developing story. Be sure to check our website for more updates. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush News Editor Jaden Young and Editor-in-Chief Emerson Drews. On October 13th, University of Nevada Reno President Brian Sandoval released a statement regarding Title IX allegations against the university. In the statement, Sandoval told the, quote, Wolfpack family that the university cannot comment on specific allegations due to ongoing litigation, but reassures the community that their safety and welfare is their top priority. Quote, I want to assure our university community that it is of the utmost importance that we provide a safe environment for students, faculty, and staff, and that all on our campus feel supported, said the statement. The statement also says that the university is working to increase staffing, funding a role restructuring to, quote, better meet the needs of the university. Quote, we are currently evaluating any barriers to reporting and engagement in the Title IX related matters. We are also tracking and assessing the effectiveness of our equal opportunity and Title IX programs to assure we are doing what is right for the campus while remaining in legal compliance, the statement read. The university plans to share non-confidential Title IX information through outreach this semester, and an annual report will be shared with the Faculty Senate, the Associated Students of the University, the Graduate Student Association, and the Nevada System of Higher Education, including the Board of Regents. Quote, I sincerely believe that these efforts will build trust in the area of Title IX on our campus. This is a complex issue. It requires an all-encompassing approach, requiring equal amounts of accountability, empathy, and collaboration, Sandoval said in a statement. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush News Editor Jaden Young. With the conclusion of the news section, we're going to be taking a short break to catch our breath and reflect on the news. I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. You're listening to the Sagebrush Spotlight. The October 14th football game against the UNLV Rebels ended in another loss for Nevada, leaving them 0-6 for the season. The game started bad for Nevada in the first quarter with a quick 3-and-out from Nevada quarterback Brandon Lewis. UNLV quarterback Jaden Maiava found wide receiver Ricky White for a short pass which would then be ran in for a 59-yard touchdown. Before the first quarter ended, Nevada allowed another touchdown from UNLV with a 24-yard run from Maiava. Nevada was also able to get a touchdown with Lewis passing to Dalavion Campbell for a 43-yard touchdown 
touchdown with three minutes and eight seconds left in the quarter. At the start of the second quarter, Nevada was given two false start penalties, forcing them to punt from the three-yard line. This set up a quick three-play touchdown for UNLV. In the Wolfpack's next drive, they were able to get into the red zone after a 48-yard pass from Lewis to Campbell. However, Lewis would go on to throw an interception at UNLV's three-yard line, turning over the ball. Despite the defense seemingly holding their ground, Maiava would throw a pass to White, which would complete a 42-yard touchdown. With 32 seconds left in the half, Lewis would throw another interception. The first half ended with UNLV up 28-7. In the third quarter, both teams would score on their first drives. First, UNLV running back Donovan Lester would run the ball in with a 66-yard rush. Followed by this, Lewis would run the ball in for a 6-yard touchdown. By the end of the third quarter, UNLV was able to gain 3 more points while Nevada could not capitalize. The third quarter ended 38-14. The Wolfpack seemed to gain energy in the start of the fourth, but it was too little too late. Utilizing their midfield positioning, Nevada running back Sean Dollars was able to put in a 2-yard touchdown. In the Wolfpack's next drive, they began to march down the field until a fumble from Nevada tight end Kaleki Latu. Both teams were able to score one more time before the end of the game, leaving Nevada the loser with the score 45-27, Nevada's worst loss against their in-state rivals since 2004. Nevada is now zero wins and six losses for the season with their next game, October 21st, against the San Diego Aztecs. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush Sports Editor Derek Raritan. There are no new arts and entertainment stories this week. Be sure to check back next week for more from our arts and entertainment editor, Peregrine Hart. And that's going to bring this episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight to a close. Don't forget to read all of the articles on the website to give the writers the credit that they're due. Make sure to follow the Nevada Sagebrush on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Nevada Sagebrush, as well as following me on Instagram at Patrick.McNab and Twitter at PatrickMcNab underscore. The next episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight will be out next Friday, October 27th. This week's song of the week is... Come Back to Earth by Mac Miller. I've been your host, Patrick McNabb. Thanks for listening to the Sagebrush Spotlight. See ya.